the dream three podcast back in your life with another episode today we are talking about our top 10 greatest nfl quarterbacks of all time especially coming off a great uh championship weekend in the nfl a great game in the afc and a great game in the nfc we'll get to that here in a second but neil um what a great weekend of football like you couldn't have asked the last two weekends wild card weekend divisional weekend championship weekend this is some of the greatest football we've ever seen every game is coming down to the last possession last second field goals and you know what else could you could you hope for um well here in two weeks i'm gonna hope for a super bowl for my team well how nervous so let's jump right into that real quick how nervous were you with sean mcveigh calling those timeouts early well i sent you the I sent you that gif of uh, Barney. Bar- what is this? What's his? Is it Barney Stinson from How I Met Your Mother? Mm-hmm. Where he uh, puts the gun to his head. That's about how I felt after they he threw that last challenge flag. I was like, dude, what are you doing? What are yeah, you doing? It was very tough, but still a good game at the end. Uh, Rams got the win. Uh, we're going to do this giveaway for this Randy Moss card here at the end of the podcast. So stick around. Remember, if you're entered in that, we are going to randomize your name into the randomizer. Neil's going to do it from his spot. Um, winner's going to get a game-used patch ball on-card yep. auto of Randy Moss from 2000. Uh, SPX. Deck. SPX. So that'd be cool. Got to thank our sponsors real quick before we jump if, even deeper into the podcast. Got to thank Protector Slabs. Uh, slab Saver, protectorslabs.com using code DREAM3, getting that 10% off your order. Uh, Graded Card Solutions, that's gradedship.com. Use code DREAM15 to get 15% off your order. And Prospect Cards, that's www.prospect.cards. If you use code DREAM3, you get a 0% seller fee for the first two months. Use it. No one likes eBay fees. But back to the game. So we had great play on both sides, AFC and NFC side. What does it do card-wise for guys like Joe Burrow, guys like Matthew Stafford? You see a big spike in their cards, you know, just after the game ended. I think there was like nothing but Joe Burrow cards on my timeline. Yeah, it was, uh, yeah, people wanting Joe Burrow, people buying Joe Burrow, people selling Joe Burrow. I mean, it was just the Joe Burrow show. And then in the Stafford one, I still saw a bunch of Joe Burrow. I think part of that is Stafford's kind of the kind of forgotten quarterback and Joe Burrow is the new the new kid in town. So I think he gets a lot of the attention. Plus he's got a lot he's got a lot of years left in him. Mm-hmm. You know, mm-hmm. Stafford, this could be one of his one of his if not his last chance ever. Um so I definitely see why people are buying Joe Burrow. Um I am not buying Joe Burrow, and I'll probably regret regret that. Um, I'm not buying Stafford just because I think we're pretty much at the peak of this year. It may dip in the offseason. It may not. I will say if if you are looking to get in on Joe Burrow, probably you should just take the hit. I think, you know, it only goes up from here. Even if he – I think win or lose, I think I think you might see a little, little dip, but not enough that – you're going to be like substantially buying in for cheap in the offseason. I think Joe Burrow is going to be the hot ticket come 
national and next year, without a doubt. So I think I saw that the uh, the prison gold vinyl PSA ten sold for two hundred twenty thousand, probably it's up from like fifty two thousand. So oh yeah, so people are obviously jumping on the hype, which is you know the worst thing to do if you're you know if you're trying to buy cards, you don't buy things on the hype. That's a, that you're too late in the game. You're going to spend way more money than you really really should. Plus. Like Neil, like you just said, like we're at the end of the season. Like there's one game left, Super Bowl. After the Super Bowl, all football cards take take a dive. They take a little bit of a dip. Um, so right now is not really the time to buy. Time is to to look out. Now, I do think there are some sneaky plays that you could do this week for a quick Super Bowl flip. Like I'm thinking an Odell Beckham Jr., a Joe Nixon, oh, um, you know, even maybe some some Cooper Cup, Jamar Co- Chase, Cooper, Cooper Cup. If you can get your hands on him, he seems to be you know having a very high price right now. If you can get a good deal on one, I think a Cooper Cup is a good Super Bowl flip. Aaron Donald, Aaron Donald. So you could if Aaron you're... Donald adds a Super Bowl to his resume, he is Hall of Famer for sure. Well, beyond that, I think he's the top one, top two defensive players all time. Mm. Mm. I think the only reason why Lawrence Taylor is number one is because he's got a Super Bowl. And I'm, did he win? And he's got an NFL MVP, which they would never hand that to a defensive player. Ever Not again. anymore. Absolutely no. Yeah. Um, but, yeah, so if you're trying to, if you're trying to make the card pick real quick, it's – it's probably not the time you can take a whiff or a, but a stay out of the quarterback. Something, but stay out of the quarterback range. Like you, you're, yeah. you're not going to see it there unless you're nope. unless you're like buying Joe Burrow for like the next ten years, fifteen years. Mm-hmm. Then you're probably mm-hmm. okay. Like you're going to be okay. But if you're buying Joe Burrow to turn it over in the summer or turn it over in the next year, I would probably not do that. No, because let, let's say, you know, the base PSA ten cards are going for. You know, six hundred and fifty bucks right now. A yeah, week ago, three fifty last week. They were three fifty. You could find them as low as two fifty last yep. week. Um, so if you if you're buying at six fifty, the season's going to hit or the season's going to end. They're probably going to fall to about four, back to three fifty, somewhere in that range. And then it's a long term hold till the next season, mm-hmm. and you're still. I don't see. Even preseason hype, you're not getting 650 back out of that card. I think Joe Burrow, you might, only because people will be so high. I will say, so like, here's my thought process now. It's like, does Joe Burrow pass Josh Allen in quarterback rankings for guys under 20, like, let's say 26, because Mahomes is 26? Mm-hmm. Do you think he does passes he? him? If he wins the Super Bowl, yes. Oh yeah, but he's a he has an NFC title or an AFC title. I also think I also think what helps Burrow right now is the coolness factor. Mm. I think he's a different he's a different type of cat. Like you don't hear, no one cares what Josh Allen's wearing to the stadium. No one really is caring what Josh Allen's doing post game press conferences because he's not. I don't want to say Joe Burrow is dressing outlandish, but he's got a different style. He's and got he's a dressed, swagger to him. He's got. I think, and, the, I think people like. 
that is very attractive to people. It's it's Conor McGregor type. Man, I kind of want to get into this dude, and whether it's you know you're rooting for him or you're rooting against him, you got to respect his style and his swag. Yeah, I mean, yeah, a lot of confidence, and I think that's that's definitely something Josh Allen doesn't carry, mm-hmm. and it's probably something that carries probably a little more popularity in the card market. Like if you can flaunt yourself a little bit, like McGregor probably outsells any other person except John Jones for sure in UFC. So why wouldn't Joe Burrow outsell anybody else except like obviously the goats and Mahomes, at least in the younger generation of QBs. So if, you know, if Burrow's cards are going up and I saw Ken Golden talk about this, everyone for the most part was basically expecting the chiefs to kind of run over the Bengals. Mahomes mm-hmm. goes to the Super Bowl. We were expecting another, you know, Patrick Mahomes spike. I mean, he goes to the Super Bowl again, possibly wins a Super Bowl. I mean, his cards are already on another level. Think about what it goes to the next level. Now, having a loss, what does this do to, to Patrick Mahomes' cards? Is it going to dip? Is it going to fall? Or is it going to maintain? I think it'll dip, and then it'll probably level off. I mean, Patrick Mahomes is still... Like if if you if you were starting your team today, Patrick Mahomes is probably the number one guy you're going to take mm. in out of anybody. Like you're going to start a team with Patrick Mahomes. He's first overall off the board, no question. Um, because he's already got a Super Bowl. He's got an MVP. He's been to two Super Bowls and four conference championships. It's like in four years. So, I mean, you 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 couldn't ask for more unless your name's Tom Brady. Mm-hmm. Very true. So I think I think in that aspect, like Mahomes is the guy to start, and they're still. I mean, he's still good. He's still that good. I think he he. I think he catches a little bit of an off season dip. That's mm-hmm. your time to buy. You know, uh, I heard a lot of people saying that. You know, he he dipped at the beginning of the year because the Chiefs started off. You know, horrible, so horrible, and. Patrick Mahomes cards were at not, you know, not like tanking prices, but enough to where it's like, you know what? I could probably jump in and, and buy some of this. And, you know, as he gets better, you know, you're, we're playing the sports sports card stock market. They have, they go to the AFC championship game, even though they lose. I mean, you're looking at a good investment. And if, if you bought, picked up a card, probably, you know, September, October. Yeah. Probably they were maybe, what, three, was it three and four? Something like that. But yeah, you you could think that you know you made your three to five percent there real easy. Oh yeah, if you bought if you bought when they were three and four and like I remember people were selling Mahomes silver PSA tens for like fifty five maybe five thousand dollars. And PSA nines, you you probably sold it at seven grand and took your money and walked away. Yeah, nines have been hovering around like fourteen hundred dollars for the last couple months Three and a half years <laughs> yeah basically yeah no I, I i agree i think i think mahomes is is a good buy in the offseason kind of like uh kind of like brady after losing to the patriots and then goes to the bucks you know it's a good time to buy now if brady does come back it's a good time to buy you know so what are you thinking on that brady's retirement quote-unquote retirement um 
let's say he does not come back. Is the Bowman Chrome rookie card, is that the next six Fleer? Kind of. So if you look at just general pop counts, and I think the average the average hobbyist and card collector now is smarter than they were two years ago. And if you look at the pop counts, it's it's too high for a PSA 10 to maintain a $300,000 card. Uh-huh. But if maybe you can get a BGS 10 or get the refractor, that's that's probably your play in, in, in getting to that level. For sure. But I think when I think of Tom Brady, I think of the contenders rookie auto mm. as like the staple card. Um, outside of that, it's probably try to find a Bowman Chrome, try to find a, a Fleer Showcase, try to find maybe just the regular Bowman paper, you know, um, the ones with him and his New England jersey. Those are big cards. Um, EX is another one if you're buying Brady. But but I think Brady is, like, if you just compare basketball to football, there's such a discrepancy in value. And football is so much bigger in the United States. And it doesn't, I think there's, I think down the road, I think football just catches a little bit more because of how big it is. And I think it, it, I'm not saying it equals basketball, but I'm saying if it gets to be half the price, I think you see value overall in football go up. Um, But Brady, I think, I still think Brady is undervalued. I think people are starting to really realize like how good he really was. Because Mahomes is Mahomes is this good four champ four conference championships two Super Bowls and one win, and Brady's already done that. Like the next, like if you think about it, the next two years, Brady will have three championships, and Mahomes would have to win the next two years just to be on pace with him. Yeah. So that I, I think people are start maybe you should start to realize like Brady really is probably the greatest sports figure of his sport yeah like tiger and even and we still think those cards are underrated yeah like if i can buy a contenders rookie auto of brady for twenty thousand thirty thousand dollars and someone sells a joe burrow for 50k like are you taking joe burrow are you taking brady like it just i don't know makes sense for me to buy more brady which yeah, I will be I, doing in the off season. I think I think that should be everybody's probably smart play is attempt the Brady in the off season. You know, my my next one uh, we've talked about is trying to get either the Bowman paper or the Bowman Chrome. Kind of depend mm-hmm. on what I can move, but that's the next one in my goat lot that I kind of really have my eyes set on and really want. So you know, yep, going after that. So while we're here. We got two weeks, but I know who you're going to pick. But what's your Super Bowl prediction? Are we doing a show next week? We can. We can always do a show next week. I'm just saying we're going to do one on Monday night after the Super Bowl. Super Bowl. (laughs) I mean, the the Rams are four and a half point favorites right now. Um, I I think it's a close game. I think it's a three point game, but like. Here's what I don't, what I I think people don't realize, and maybe it's me just being biased, but 
have the Bengals played a defensive line as talented as the Rams? A defense as a whole who's talent as as talented as the Rams? Played or beat? Played or beat? Well, who did they play this year? The who's who's better who's better defense? The Rams or the the Browns? The Rams are the. Are you saying better defense? Better defense. Uh, the uh, the Rams for sure. Better defensive line. Rams or Browns? Rams. Better defensive line. Rams or Pittsburgh Steelers? Uh, that's that's tough because I will get. I'll give Aaron Donald, but I I don't give Von Miller much credit anymore. But when I think of the Steelers, I think of you know. TJ, I think of Cam Hayward in the middle. Um, let's see, looking at the Bengals, Buccaneers, D-line's okay. That's about it. The Washington football team, not much. They played the 49ers, and 49ers they lost in overtime. 49ers. And that was at home. Yeah. I'll give you that. I'll give, I don't know. I, I just feel like. With what they got, I just I feel I feel more confident playing the Bengals than I did last week against 49ers. And then Bengals Bengals also lost to the Jets. Yep. So yeah, uh, it'll be a pick'em game. Four points. Um it's probably a three point game. So if you wanted to take the Bengals, it's probably and the points now, probably not looking. Hopefully Matt Stafford doesn't throw any of them Hail Mary, just chuck it up and see what happens down there. <laughs> Passes that he yeah, did we, towards the end of the game. We got lucky on that. Yeah, you I don't, do. I don't, I don't know why he just chucks it up like that sometimes. Like take the shot or just throw it out of bounds. Like don't make the risk. Don't take the risk. Like unless the guy's wide open. I don't. Yeah, I agree. I have no idea. Don't get it. Um, it doesn't make any sense to me. Anyways, no. we should move on. Okay. Top ten. To the QBs. top 10 QBs of all time. Now, this is our top 10 lists. You know, they're going to be absolutely different. Um, I don't know who you have on your list. You don't know who I who I have on my list. That's correct. Um, we're probably going to disagree with a lot of <laughs> each other. More than likely, the number one is probably going to be the same. But let's do it this way. I say um, 10 to 1. Give, yeah, go 10 to 1. But let's go your number 10. Maybe a little bit about why they're number 10 and then mine, and we'll kind of move down the list. Okay. Um, my number 10, Kurt Warner. Been to, what is he? He's been to three Super Bowls. Uh-huh. Lost to Ben Roethlisberger, who's a two-time Super Bowl champion. Lost to Tom Brady, who is a the greatest of all time, and then beat the Tennessee Titans in his first ever Super Bowl came from working at a grocery store bagging cereal to throwing dimes and touchdowns to Torrey Holt, Isaac Bruce, handing the ball off to Marshawn, or not Marshawn, uh, Marshall Falk. And, uh, played in the Arena League. Played in the Arena League, but statistically, really good quarterback, two-time NFL MVP. Um, I think he's got I think he's got the, the tools for a top 10 pick, or a top 10, you know, all-time QB. Um, now I sit. I sat down and like looked at all the stats, and 
I just think Kurt Warner should be up there. So number 10, Kurt Warner. Number 10, Kurt Warner. Okay. My number 10 um, from BYU University, Steve Young. I'm going to go Steve Young, number 10 on my list, was with Tampa Bay Buccaneers, San Francisco 49ers, obviously. Not very many people remember his Buccaneers career, nor do they remember that he was playing in the USFL before he came to the NFL for the LA Express. Um, when I think of Steve Young, I, I kind of put him as today's Russell Wilson. He was young, athletic, yep. always on the run, but he was just as accurate as Drew Brees was. You know, he had he had some great touch on the ball. Great um, he quarterback rating. Great quarterback rating. He didn't become uh, the 49ers full-time starter until 1991. Yeah. Um, but he was on the Niners since 87. And think about it, you know, he's backing up he Joe Montana. Two with, uh, Joe Montana is the starter, right? Yeah, Young won one Super Bowl as a starter, uh, two MVPs, and led the NFL passer rating six times. He's also one of the all-time leaders in rushing yards by a quarterback. Uh, most importantly... Go ahead. Go ahead. Go, oh. um, he played brilliantly when they did reach the Super Bowl, helping the 49ers take their fifth Lombardi. Um, Young is the only player in NFL history to lead the league in passer rating four consecutive seasons. That was 91 to 94. And he was able to pull off that replacing Joe Montana. Um, Young was tops in passer rating two more times before retiring, which gave him six such titles in eight seasons as San Francisco's starting quarterback. He's three time all pro, right? Three time all pro. Correct. Yeah, no, so, great pick. So I, Steve I, Young. Uh, if you put Steve Young at 10, the rest of your list must just say Tom Brady on it because <laughs> so one thing I do love about, and I'll I'll kind of say that on my list for the most part. Sorry, for the most part, these guys that are on my list, I've seen play live. And the good thing about you know, being the football fan I am and having the opportunity to be to have gone to so many NFL games is I've seen a lot of great players play in front of me, not on a TV. Like I've seen Steve Young, I've seen Michael Irvin, I saw Terrell Davis, I saw all these, I saw Barry Sanders. I watched these guys play football, and you know, that's what made me fall in love with the game. But I remember Steve Young a ton, he would always kill the Colts. So, Steve Young, number 10. Cool. Um, Number nine, I have Otto Graham. So, going way, 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 way back. Um, Quarterback who, for the most part during his his career, was a high completion percentage, um, a decent decent quarterback rating for being back in the 60s. Or was it 40s and 50s? He was Jim Brown era, wasn't he? Uh, Otto Graham was... I can't remember the exact years. I was looking at uh, yeah. today. I was looking at today. Anyways, he's a... Uh, 40 picks and 55. Like, yeah, five-time All-Pro. Five-time All-Pro. Um, three-time champion. Um, not only ran, not only passed the ball pretty well as a quarterback. Um, in his playoff record, I think he was 6-2. and two. Um, which is pretty good. I mean, that gets you three championships. You're doing pretty well. And on top of that, he could run the ball as well. 
I mean, back then they, they ran the ball a lot more. And when you have a quarterback who can be a dual threat, you know, I think that's, that puts him better. And when I, when I think about it, it's like, you know, I always, I always think, you know, who do you want in the game? Are you going to take Kurt Warner? Or are you going to take Otto Graham on the other side of the ball? And it's kind of like, well, it, granted it was early on, but, and Warner's a great quarterback, but Warner's capped by his physical ability and his arm. You know, if Otto Graham could continue to run the ball well, that's mm-hmm. that's a, another added dimension that you got to take care of in a game. So that's why I had him number nine. Otto Graham, number nine. All right. Uh, number nine for me is quarterback of the Dallas Cowboys from 1989 to 2000, Troy Aikman. Troy, Troy Aikman, number nine, because, you know, coming out, he was, you know, what every GM in pro football was looking for in the position. He was tall, steady pocket presence. You know, he had a strong arm. Um, you know, his stats weren't amazing but you know he went to the super bowl a ton and won Mm -hmm. and won so does the does the team around him help absolutely you have to have those pieces in place but i think as you know yeah he had some of the some of the greatest players of all time sitting on his team yeah oh yeah um but you even think about like from 92 to 95 the cowboys led the league in fourth quarter rushing attempts every season so it's not like Troy had to throw the ball a ton, but when he was, you know, he had Michael Irvin, you know, he had Emmett Smith, he had uh, Rocket Ishmael was on the team. Mm-hmm. Um, who else? Not to I mention, he had a he had the, probably one of the greatest or most athletic offensive linemen ever. Yeah, uh, he had Larry Allen, who was the strongest offensive lineman of yeah. probably all time. Um, I remember watching, rewatching the video. I think it was Larry Allen run down the corner who picked off the ball. Oh yeah, or the the Pro Bowl where he bench pressed two twenty five like seventy something times. Yeah, amazing. Like, uh, all right, um, but from ninety one to ninety six, when the Cowboys the Cowboys were in the postseason every year and hosted the Lombardi three times, Dallas not only threw the ball less but the numbers dwindled by the quarter. So if you if we take it by quarter, in the first quarter, they were 15th in the league. Second quarter, they were 25th in the league. Third quarter, they were 29th in the league. And the fourth quarter, they were last. So Troy Aikman's getting his passing done at the first half of the game, and they're handing it off to Emmett Smith on the backside, winning games that way. So I'm going to stick with Troy Aikman, number nine. It's a good pick. Your, your list might be better than mine. We'll see. <laughs> That's a good pick. Hey, what was his record in the playoffs? Do you have that stat? Uh, I can find it real quick. Let me see if I can get that. Because if you host, how many? I mean, he went. He won three Super Bowls. I wonder how many playoff games he won. Uh, he played in sixteen. His winning percentage is 0. .688. That's so he was strong. 11 and five in the playoffs. Um, that's that's pretty strong. Had 502 passes, 320 completions. Strong numbers. Uh, let's see. Completion. Maybe I'm biased because he looks like he's drunk every time I see him on TV. 
That's true. Um, he does have them super red eyes. So in the playoffs, so in those games, threw for 3,800 yards, um, 23 TDs, 17 picks. But he's got the Super Bowls. He's got Stuff. the Super Bowls. He's got, he's got the, Super the Super Bowls. Bowls. All right. All right. Number number eight. Number eight, the gunslinger, Brett Favre, the Iron Man of, of football. Um, let's see, what is he? Three time NFL MVP, one time Super Bowl champion, um, what is he, five time all pro, ten time pro bowler, through at one point owned every single passing record in the NFL. I mean, it was on he was he was around. The only the only caveat to him is he was very, very aggressive in throwing the ball and threw a lot of picks. A lot of picks. Well, he is the type of guy that would throw so hard that he would try to force the ball into, you know, wherever because oh yeah. He was the gunslinger. Um, so my college coach, Trent Miles, was a wide receiver coach with the Green Bay Packers while um Favre was there and Donald Driver was there. Donald Driver would have to get gloves between halves because Brett would throw the ball so hard it would tear the gloves when he tried to catch it. Yeah. Um the one thing I I I do see about Favre is um one thing is he was the first quarterback to ever throw 35 touchdown passes in three consecutive seasons. Aaron Rodgers has never done that. Yeah, but Aaron's got some other things that that kind of counterbalance. Mm. Like here's the here. Never mind. We'll get to that here in a minute. If I'm t- so, if I look at my list, I'm taking Brett Favre over Otto Graham and Kurt Warner. If I want, if 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 it, if it was a game on the line, I'm taking Brett Favre, right? Yeah. It's really it's that's that's kind of what I came down to, and it was kind of like who beats out who in this list. It's hey, in a game, who you who's going to beat who? And Brett Favre beats Kurt Warner. He beats up Autogram because it's not it's not necessarily about the team. It's about the guy. It's about and the player. Brett Favre. Brett Favre did it for so long and did it well. Um, you know, we joke about like the fact that Brett Favre is probably Philip Rivers just playing for a better team in a in a better city, but um, which I think is, I think if you flipped Philip Rivers in the time period, maybe it's, maybe it is the same. Um, Philip's got a lot of statistics, threw a lot of picks, but he threw a lot of touchdowns too. Did, yes. And he had some good teams, but he played on a terrible franchise, which kind of hurt him. Very true. So, very true. Number eight, Brett right. Favre. Number eight on my list. Quarterback out of Stanford University, John Elway. John Elway wow. from 1983 to 1998. When I remember, I remember loving John Elway as a quarterback, you know, growing up. Um, it, I didn't really get to see the beginning of his career because I was so young, but obviously I remember the back to back Super Bowls. I remember the helicopter spin. Um, you know, his, his career really got a big boost going to those back-to-back Super Bowls to end it and, you know, going out on a high note. Um, that was the knock on him for the longest time is that he couldn't get it done. 
It was. Um, but a stat I think everybody needs to know, Elway was the first quarterback to start in five Super Bowls. Yet even more noteworthy was how often he rescued the Broncos from what appeared to be certain defeat. Um, Elway has the second most game-winning drives of any quarterback since 1950 with 40 and six more in the postseason. Um, so one of the biggest games of all time was uh, the Broncos versus the Browns in 86 when he brought the Broncos back in the AFC Championship game. Um, but, you know, when I think of guys who can get it done – when you want, what do you want in the quarterback? Do you want the guy who, when the game's on the line, he has ice in his veins that can drive you down and put your team in the end zone to move on to the next level or win the game? I always, you know, John Elway's that guy. If I'm going to put him on top of Steve Young and Troy, and Troy Aikman, Elway's getting that job done every single time. I agree. So number eight, John Elway for me, even though, you know, even though he told the Colts, he would never come to Indianapolis. Thanks to, you know, Robert Ersay, but you know, whatever, go out and play baseball, but it all happens for a reason. That's right. <laughs> well, a familiar name at number seven for me, I have Steve Young. So just to kind of sum it up. I mean, you did a great, great little, great little intro into who Steve is. Um, but the, but it comes, what it comes down to is Steve Young. You would you rather have Brett Favre or Steve Young, S Steve Young, better quarterback rating, um, better touchdown interception ratio. Not going to risk you putting the, putting the ball in line, gets it done with his legs. Somebody who I trust more than Brett Favre, Otto, Otto and, uh, Kurt Warner. So Steve mm. Young, number seven, Steve Young, number seven in my list, number seven, from West Point. No, I'm kidding. Uh, actually, from Navy, Roger Staubach. So going back to another Dallas Cowboy quarterback, Roger Staubach, uh, from 1969 to 79. And, you know, he lost some years because he had to serve. Um, but Staubach, out of 100 starts, his winning percentage was 0.746. That's the second highest, yeah, second highest all time besides Tom Brady. So, you know, Staubach only went, so he went to four Super Bowls. He was only two and two. And, but those losses only came from a combined of eight points. So it's not like he was getting blown out by those teams. Um, and then despite going against defenses, had so, and those defenses that he played against, um, finished third, second, third, and first in points allowed. So combined those opponents, the Dolphins, the Broncos, and both Steelers' defensive unit gave up 11.7 points per game. So, you know, Roger did okay against scoring against those guys. Yeah. Um, you know, he's – Starbucks' first season as a starter, he was 13-0 and 0 and won the Super Bowl, finished with a passer rating of 104.8. Um, like, Staubach was, you know, an amazing quarterback, great quarterback. Um, I, I think better armed than John Elway. I think more of a, uh, of a general quarterback general than John Elway. 
So that's why I'm going to rank him higher as number seven. I like it. I like it. I I looked at Staubach. He was he was somebody that. Let's see. Uh, are you reading this from Terrell? Yeah. Warner, Warner beat Favre and a heads up in the NFC Championship. Favre had five interceptions. Yeah, yeah. I like I like Warner, but what gets I think I think what you have to take into account. It's not only about the playoffs. It's about longevity and what you're doing outside of that too. So, mm-hmm. I mean, mm-hmm. when we're talking about the greatest quarterback of all time, it doesn't mean or the top ten greatest quarterbacks of all time. You know, it some something you have to take into account is, you know, not necessarily championships because it's so hard to get to a Super Bowl. But what do you do outside of that? Are you a commanding quarterback? Can you always make the throw? Do you not have to? worry about that worry about making those throws because you can rely on your arm or is it something where you're basically just trying to play catch up because your team sucks you know all those things come into consideration like Matthew Stafford you know if Matthew Stafford plays on Green Bay does he have more Super Bowls than Aaron Rodgers in Detroit like it's it's you never know you never know because you're stuck with the team that you have and you got to work with what you got so Good point. Thanks for the input. Um, yeah. Moving on. Number six, I have John Elway. Um, you know, the knock for a long time was he couldn't get it done, but once he did get it done, you know, it sets you apart. It, it, it helps your career. Um, but I think he was one guy who, you know, when it came down to it, could win you a football game. And that's that's what I think he – he brought to um, kind of give himself a better positioning than Steve Young, Favre, and all those guys. He can win the football game, and that's what the that's what it comes down to, right? Greatest quarterback of all time. You got to be able to win a football game. You play to win the game. Yes, play to win the game. Statistically, you don't play to play it. Statistically, he's a little bit lower, a little more inconsistent, but um, you know when you're overall record in the playoffs was what 14 and seven that's it's a pretty good record in the playoffs all right number six for me the greatest man to never win a super bowl dan marino <laughs> oh uh, man you know dan marino was you know just lit up the football field um, led the NFL in passing yards in 85, 86, 88, 9, and 92. Um, you know, 86, he scored 44, he had 44 touchdown passes, which were 19 ahead of the next closest person. Is he uh, a, is he a vintage Drew Brees? I would say probably Yes. Um, yeah, the not gunslinger type esque, but he wasn't the way Marino threw, threw the ball, the ball all over the field. Threw it all over the field, but but threw it had a beautiful ball. Not I don't want to compare him to like like Brett Favre, but had a nice touch on the ball. Yeah, always um, put the I ball think- in the right spot. One thing that hurt Dan Marino, you know, towards the, he had an Achilles injury in 93, 
Um, and then kind of after that, his, his, it seemed like his career kind of started to decline. Obviously modern, you know, Achilles injuries, injuries, knee injuries back then, you know, wasn't, they aren't, it's not like modern medicine where you have your star running back cam Akers come back in five months from tearing his Achilles. Yeah. Yeah. That doesn't Um, happen. And back then, you know, but prior to that injury, the discussions of the best quarterback in the game was between Marino and Joe Montana. Um, Marino never handed the ball off to guys like Roger Craig, like like uh, Montana did. Yeah, yeah. And, and he also also didn't have four uh, four defensive backs make the Pro Bowl in one season like Montana, or having you know the entire fate of the team always on his shoulders. <laughs> Yeah, I mean, Marino's kind of like, yeah. I mean, yeah, yeah, I, I see it. It's just, I think, I think for me, it's what set piece sets you apart, and I think it's it's what you do in the regular season, but it's also what you do in the playoffs. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. And that's where that's where Marino just kind of kills me. I didn't, it, I'm gonna be honest, I didn't have Marino on my list. Really, really. Yeah. I felt like no Super Bowls, nothing to show for it except passing statistics. I said, okay, there's three other people who I who are really close to what you are. Drew Brees has a Super Bowl. Uh-huh. Philip Rivers does not have a Super Bowl. And Matthew Stafford doesn't have a Super Bowl. But those guys are, are very similar in the way they can throw the ball around, pick their spots, but they couldn't get it done. You know? I- well, I, you know, I'm going to lean on stati- statistics then. You know, 84 was a great season, 48 touchdown passes, broke the single season record of 36. That was 20 years old at the time. Um, first quarterback to break the 5,000 yard barrier, uh, only sacked 13 times, and despite, and, and had 564 pass attempts, you know. Even though he didn't win the Super Bowl, he went to a Super Bowl. But that shows how hard it is, you know, to get there and be on top. My biggest memory is I have two of them. The Colts would play Miami, and the game would always come down to Miami would have the ball with, you know, 10, 15 seconds left. They would be on the Colts 15, 10-yard line going in, and Marino would step back and just loop a corner shot and every year it was either OJ McDuffie or Flipper Anderson catching it and just ruining the Colts day and obviously making me <laughs> mad for the rest of the afternoon. So to me, Dan Marino was a killer, a gunslinger. So that's why I have him at number six. Fair enough. All right. Number five. I would have had him higher if something, if if the playoffs would have turned out a little bit different this year. But I have Aaron Rodgers at number five, and the reason why is he's going to be a four-time NFL MVP. He's going to be in I don't know how many Pro Bowls. I think it's ten or eleven. He's a three-time All-Pro. It probably be four after this year. Um, He's one time. He's he's a Super Bowl champion, but when you talk about a guy who 
never turned the ball over and never put his team in a position that or never put his defense in a position where they were playing behind and you always had him who could go back and just sling the ball wherever he wanted to win a football game. Rodgers could do that. And his 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 record doesn't necessarily show it, but he's probably one of the most talented, if not the most talented passer of all time. Highest quarterback rating, highest touchdown to interception ratio, you know, just truly efficient with the football. Something that will probably in our lifetimes probably will never be beaten is efficiency. And the fact that he's done it this long, I think is a testament just to how talented he is. So I think I think Aaron Rodgers at number five, although he doesn't carry a lot of the playoff success, what he does in the regular season is hard to beat. Very, very hard to beat. But even he's got some great, like, just playoff, like, game-winning drives. Like, the toss-up to, to uh, oh, God, who was that? Was it Jeff Janice? Right at the end of the game against the Cardinals in, like, overtime or something? Oh, or the, the Hail Mary? Fourth, yeah, the Hail Mary. He had the... Um, the like 30 yard pass to Jared cook on a dime to get into field goal range. I mean, he's got some great plays in playoff history that are just amazing, but what kind of knocks him is his playoff success. So, but if I'm taking one guy, if I'm taking Rogers over Elway young and Favre and the rest of these guys, I, I, I would take Rogers. It's just how it is. I don't have Rodgers on my top 10. Oh, <laughs> uh, well, we know someone who's going to hate you. I don't have him on my top 10. No. It's a good thing. Jared doesn't listen to this podcast because he'd probably come in here with all 47,000 statistics that he knows. Hey, Hey, if you don't, if you don't like my top 10, let me see your top 10, put it down in the comments. I want to see. Oh, I'm sure he'll put Aaron Rodgers at like I'm, number one or two, but he's one, delusional. anyway. Number one through 10. So here is my number five pick. Drew Brees. <sighs> Just like so, just like Marino, you know, he's kind of he's got the gaudy numbers. He's got seventy four thousand passing yards. Yeah, um, you know, he's he doesn't have the presence like Cam Newton. He doesn't have the arm like Aaron Rodgers, but he's like he's basically the pro football version of duct tape. Like he's. <laughs> Super durable, most reliable thing on the planet. Like, you know, every week it's 300 yards, three touchdowns, and zero interceptions on 20 of 24 of 30. Like, for example, like while he passed, he passed for 5,000 yards over the 5,000 yard barrier five times. No yeah. other players managed to do that more than once. Yeah. And he's completed more than 70% of his passes four times, and no other player has surpassed that number more than once. 
He's got a Super Bowl yeah. against the Colts, which I was I was that. I was there, unfortunately. And it, it, it was that damn Hank Baskett's fault. So um that's a good pick. I just oh gosh. That's that's where it does it like Drew Brees, Aaron Rodgers, who are you taking? Drew Brees. Oh, see, I'm Aaron Rodgers all day. See, there's there that's that's the debate. Like that's two great quarterbacks in the same era. I mean, they're pretty much they're pretty much the exact same. I mean, they're like almost spitting images of each other. One just has more passing yards and one has a better touchdown to interception ratio and quarterback rating. True. So I'm and I'm one six with... foot two, the other one's five ten ish. Five ten with a shoulder injury that ended think think about this what if he never went to new orleans what if he stayed in san diego his entire career jeez then we're talking about him never finishing anywhere oh here uh is he is he like a philip rivers type or oh yeah, yeah he's philip philip type quarterback yeah yeah he's philip rivers what's he got what what did uh what did deep land say Blamed everyone else but himself. Guy can go kick rocks in the middle of the <laughs> desert for all I care. D-Bland uh, is I, not, here, not here's, a big here's, on the end. Here's the thing. I think Rodgers, though, I mean, his talent, you got to, like, just his talent as a quarterback alone should make him one of the greatest players of all time. But, yes, his success brings him down. Maybe maybe he's maybe after this year he's brought down a little bit more, but I mean maybe he goes to Denver, wins another Super Bowl, and then all we're talking about is all Aaron Rodgers, top five quarterback all time, you know. But I'm a, I like Drew Brees. I mean I have a Drew Brees signed helmet. Is it a Purdue helmet? It is a Purdue helmet. It is okay. a Purdue helmet. Yes. That's, Boiler. That's why, you, that's why you like Drew Brees. I love Drew Brees. I have a I had a Drew Brees I had a Drew Brees jersey when they played the Super Bowl against the Colts. I, I also that. had a Reggie Bush jersey too. Yeah, yeah, I remember that. I love Reggie Bush, man. All right, number four. All right, number four, Johnny Unitas. Um, gosh, I wish I had all his stats in front of me. Was he? Th- he won three NFL championships, one Super Bowl. Uh, five-time All-Pro, or was he seven-time All-Pro and five-time Pro Bowler? He's, he, I mean, just everything you could imagine as like a quarterback. And not only could he pass the ball, he could run the ball, super efficient as a passer, great record in the playoffs. I mean, we're talking about, like, if we're talking the guy who, Nobody knows anymore, like the Mickey Mantle, like Johnny Unitas is the Mickey Mantle of of quarterbacks. And that's why I have him. Number four. Number four, Mr. High and Tight, High Top Black Shoes. I'm also going Johnny Unitas, number four. Uh, Unitas is, is the only player to lead the league in passing touchdowns four straight years, a feat he pulled off from 1957 to 1960. During that time, he also completed a streak of 47 straight games with at least a touchdown pass 
Drew Brees beat that record in 2012. That was 52 years later. Um, however, when Unitas produced his record streak, he was throwing the ball fewer than 29 times per game, where mm-hmm. Brees was throwing it 40 or more. Yes. Uh, huge, huge difference. Mm-hmm. Um, uh, while Breeze tossed a, a touchdown pass on 6.2% of the passes during his span, an excellent number, Unitas did the same on 7.6% of his attempts. That's a, That Unitas streak from the 50s is every bit as golden as Joe DiMaggio's 56-game hitting streak. Yep. So, you know, back then when it was, when it was hard and, you know, there was no tougher SOB than than Johnny Unitas. Now, a lot of Colts fans do not, Indianapolis Colts fans do not like Johnny Unitas because when the team moved from Baltimore to Indianapolis, he asked that all of his records be taken out of the Colts Hall of Fame. So there's a little thing there, but I still believe, you know, Johnny Unitas, number four on my list. Yep. Well, we agreed on one. I think we might. I think we might agree on the top three. Maybe top four. We'll see. I think top four, we're going to agree. Number three, I have Joe Montana. Um, The reason why is great quarterback. And and this is really just at this point we're talking about, we're separating hairs. It's, it's the fact that Peyton Manning commanded way better than Joe Montana commanded as a quarterback. And it's just Peyton was the, the, the most cerebral quarterback of all time. And five, five, MVPs, two-time Super Bowl champion, went to the Super Bowl four times. I mean, we're talking unbelievable passing statistics. You know, at one point he owned everything um, until those got broken by Drew and then Brady. But, I mean, Manning was and, – and what you probably have it. What's his career win percentage? Payton's? It was above 70, wasn't it? Uh, Peyton's win percentage. I don't think I have it off the top of my head. Unbelievable. What he could do and, and how he just, he he was literally a, a walking offensive coordinator. Like if you're talking about a quarterback, the greatest quarterbacks of all time and what they do as, as being a quarterback, like he is the spitting image of everything you can do. So maybe this is not necessarily about the difference, the difference between or Montana being three, but maybe it's just that I think he's the difference between Manning being two and Montana three is just, he could do it a little better. Uh, Manning's winning percentages or percentage was 70.3. Yeah. 70. Yeah. 70%. Now, Joe Montana, don't get me wrong, Joe Montana, four Super Bowls, um, great passing statistics of his generation. He was one of the highest quarterback ratings. Um, great, great touchdown to interception ratio. Great record in the playoffs. Granted, he was surrounded by, by talent, but when you're surrounded by talent, what do you have to still do? You still got to go out and win the football game. And, um, Wins are important, and that's what Montana could do. And he's got four Super Bowls to his name because of that. So you have Montana three and probably Manning two. Manning two. Okay, so I'm backwards. I'm Manning three, Montana two. And Mm -hmm. I'll tell you why. Both great quarterbacks, 
both great. I'm, I'm actually surprised by this. So my biggest thing is when does Peyton fail? Well, Peyton, take take Tom Brady out of the equation. Does Peyton, Peyton Manning's the greatest quarterback of all time? Because he doesn't have to worry about Tom Brady. Okay. Take so with one Super Bowl, you're saying Peyton Manning's the greatest quarterback of all time. No, he's got two. Okay. I don't look at the Denver one. Congrats, you beat you beat the Carolina. But Panthers. but if you think about in the time frame, in the time frame of what Manning played through and the quarterbacks that that Manning had to play in the AFC, like you had Roethlisberger, you had Brady, like that's that's nine Super Bowl or that's well, in his time that's what seven Super Bowls. Yeah. Seven Super Bowls and how many years did Manning play? Twenty. Eighty or ninety-eight to fifteen. Okay, so seventeen seasons. Yes. So in seventeen seasons, you had seven Super Bowls taken away from you, and you won one. Yeah, you might have underachieved, but what happens if you don't have to play those guys? So here's my thing. Like I'm saying, the talent level at in this generation of football and quarterbacks is better than what it was back then. Okay, so but to me, what makes Montana over Brady is winning when it counts in the playoffs. Think about it. When I growing up, you know, let's see, the Colts went to the playoffs. Let's see, Peyton's second year, which was 99. We played Steve McNair and Eddie George and lost. Then 2000, we played Miami in the first round and lost. 2002, which was a good Manning year. Not only did we lose, we lost 41 to 0 to Herm Edwards' Jets. With Chad Pennington as the quarterback, so okay. you can't you can't blame it on the defense. Peyton didn't get his first playoff win until two thousand three. Yeah, but what was he doing in the se- in the regular season too? That's that's great. I mean, Dan Marino had great regular seasons also. Yeah, but I mean, Manning has the playoff success. It just took him a little bit. So the only thing that you could say is Manning probably should have a third Super Bowl. Um, 2005, you know, if Vanderjad doesn't shank that field goal, Colts win. Oh, Colts yeah. were the best team in the league that year. And then uh, they go and play the Seahawks. They would have murdered the Seahawks. They would have murdered the Seahawks. Murdered yeah. them. Yeah. But, you know, Van- Mike Vanderjack probably liquored up, kicked that thing so far right. Like, yeah, we shouldn't put ourselves in that position anyway. Then that changes Big Ben's career and legacy. Yes, um, well, I don't have Big Ben. Tall. He's got two Super Bowls and great passing statistics. Owns three of the top what five passing games all time, and I don't even have him in the top ten. I don't have him. I don't have him on top ten either. Yeah. Um, but man, so it's, it's it's really close. You're splitting <laughs> once you get to the top. Two top three, top three. You're splitting hairs. Brady, obviously, greatest of all time. Goat. You got the Super Bowls. You got 
it, it's Brady. It's what like, else do you want? But you, we all know who number one is. He's got more playoff wins than everybody on probably the list combined at this point. What's he got? Like nine hundred wins in the postseason, something like okay. that. Yeah. Okay, so Elway lost a bunch before finally winning in his last two seasons. Yeah, but he went to five. He went to five. Manning, how many Hall of Famers did he have around? He had three Hall of Famers, and then middle of his career had four Hall of Famers around him. Mm -hmm. And still couldn't get the job done. Yeah, but but think that I always I also always think of Manning as playing with terrible defenses that Oh, all, yeah. Like how many times was Manny winning games and he had to win the game 41 to 35 because his uh, defense can't give up or his defense gave up 30 points a game as a, as a 38 year season ticket holder to the Indianapolis Colts. I can tell you that the defensive were trash of all time. Yeah. But, but the, that's, that's one of that. That's probably something I should have brought up is like, Manning literally played like so Manning played with the defenses that Aaron Rodgers has has had, which is terrible, but he was able to put together the wins that Aaron Rodgers couldn't. True. Very true. Which is which I mean, Montana had how many how many people does how many Hall of Famers does Montana have? Roger Craig. Let's see. Roger is Roger Craig's in there. Roger, Jerry, Jerry, the greatest wide receiver of all time. Greatest wide receiver of all time. Which we'll get to in the wide receiver top 10. OJ Simpson. No, not OJ Simpson. (laughs) (laughs) But even on the Um, defensive side of the ball, I mean. Ronnie Lott. Ronnie Lott. um, I can't think of him. Charles Charles Haley. Yep. Um, uh, Bill Romanowski was. Bill, Bill Romanowski was 91. So never mind. I mean, we know that we know the top three, but hey, we'll see other people's lists. I don't want to hear this. I want to see your list. So who who's on your nomination list that didn't get into the top ten? Do you have anybody that had uh, that did not make it in? Yeah, I, I didn't have I, I one guy who or a few guys that I was looking at that just didn't make it. Um, Roger Staubach was one. I just felt like part of it is like part of its longevity and what you do in your career. Part of it's, you know, what you're able to do in your career. And maybe it's just me just being naive to not being that old. And he's kind of long and forgotten a little bit. Mm -hmm. Um, But I didn't have like, I didn't even think about Bart Starr just because I think that's probably a little too dated for me. Uh, But uh, Drew Brees was one that I was considering. I mean, it was pretty much like a top at the 10. And I threw Warner in there because I'm a Rams fan. So what about, uh, what about Jim Kelly? I mean, I'm throwing him like in the Marino category. It's kind of, I mean, he, what did he go? Didn't they bills go to the four straight Super Bowls? Four straight. Yeah. I mean, that's great. But you don't have a Super Bowl. Like maybe one gets him. Maybe a, one Super Bowl gets him there. You know. But even then, like, yeah. I mean, if you've got one Super Bowl, you're ahead of Warner. 
But I think that, you know, the more Super Bowls you go to, I think that plays a part. But you also got to put it up on the field outside of that, too. Now, how do you rate, you know, if we're thinking the greatest quarterbacks of all time, it's kind of hard to, you know, how far back do you dig? Because you can think of like the NFL top 100 list and, you know, everyone would say like slinging Sammy Baugh. Yeah, no. I mean, of course, he could possibly be a top 10 quarterback of all time, but he played in the 30s and the 50s. Right. Yeah, and that's so, why I chose – I mean, I think we we both can agree Johnny United should be a top five quarterback of all time because of what he could do and what he showed from a quarterback's ability when the primary focus of the quarterback was not always throwing the ball like it is now. Like completely different era of football, but he dominated, and that's where that's where probably the difference difference in having did him. You, so, did you consider Dan Fouts at all? No, no, I did. Chargers, man. If you if you want to be a good quarterback, just get away from LA. <laughs> Herbie, I'm gonna tell you right now, Justin Herbert. If you want to be a good quarterback, find a way out of the Chargers. Like, get away. Um. Also, I didn't. I didn't consider Fouts. You know, I always thought Fouts was a great, great quarterback, but not not top ten ish. Yeah, um, great player. He had Kevin Winslow Senior. Um, he had some good guys around him, but yeah. Um, trying to think of anybody else that you could throw in there. You know, old school guy Fran Tarkington, possibly. Yeah, Fran people. Just, yeah, played forever, but. I think there's better. I think there's better quarterbacks now than there, you know. The older you go, how about Warren Moon? One, one that I considered, but it's fringe, man. See, it, it's tough. You can break this down into so many different quarter, so many different categories, like greatest running quarterback of all time, greatest yeah. like. Then you have the Randall. I guess the only that. one that I yeah. can say I'm surprised that is like, or you could say you'd be surprised that is having a one-time Super Bowl champion in your top five. But Aaron Rodgers is probably the most efficient and talented quarterback ever to play the game. Like from a pure efficiency standpoint. Ooh, how about okay? So how about Terry Bradshaw? He won four championships. Yeah, but he was never he was he was never a Super Bowl MVP. He I don't even think he made the All Pro team. Did he make any? Did he did he make a couple Pro Bowls? I don't think so. I, I'm trying to remember. I was looking him up today because he did win four Super Bowls, but it's kind of like Ben Roethlisberger. It's kind of like, uh, but he but even Bradshaw like wasn't as great as Ben was as a quarterback. Does that make sense? Yes. Like Bradshaw's like a game manager more so than a quarterback. Like he just kind of was there, like a body. Like when I think of that Steelers group, what do you think of? The defense. Steel yes, curtain. One hundred percent. I mean, I I really think like, I mean, he does have the greatest throw in Super Bowl history with the just the the chuck to to Lynch Swan. Yeah, but 
I think I think top four quarterbacks, I think, is pretty much top three quarterbacks is pretty much like across the board the same. And then after that you can probably argue a few names four and five, but then I would say six through ten is probably the hardest putting together. It is Eli just outside the top ten. Yeah, like Eli, like I I like Roethlisberger better than Eli, but Eli beat Brady twice. But that does that make him a better quarterback? No, I think he got lucky. Mm, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. There's a lot. There's there's like six through ten. You could probably argue. 15 to 20 guys. Yeah, you could. But I think I think one that probably or I think a few names that probably always pop up are Elway and Young for sure. Elway, Young, you know, um, Favre. Favre. Outside of that, I think Rogers, Graham, Warner. Who who do you have? Breeze. You could argue Breeze in there. Um, How about Cincinnati Bengals? Boomer Esiason. No, I'm just kidding. <laughs> Definitely yeah. kidding on that one. Yeah. No, there's there's it's tough. So I'm looking at uh, just some different places. One site has Kurt Warner at 42 out of the top 50. 42. Yes, 42. Who is 42 spots better than Kurt Warner? Okay, they have Patrick Mahomes at 41. Uh, get the fuck out. <laughs> Bob Waterfield from, from the Los Angeles Rams at 40. Oh, my God. What? Y.A. Y- Tittle, Ken Anderson. Yeah, we'll get some Ken Anderson action out who, here. Who made that list? Uh, probably somebody you don't want to read. Bob Greasy. Drew Blitzo, Drew Norm Blitzo, Van- Norm, Van- yeah, Drew Blitzo. Um, career stat: He was ninety-eight, ninety-five. Um, career re- QB record. So he was about even. Forty-four thousand passing yards, four-time Pro Bowler, one-time Super Bowl champion as a backup. Okay, so so let's let's do this. Let's let's put a spin on this. Okay. We've named the top 10 quarterbacks all time. Uh-huh. Should we invest in some of these players? Johnny Unitas comes to mind as one that's probably oh, God. underrated. I, I had a Johnny Unitas card that I bought for like a hundred bucks that I shouldn't have sold. It was like Johnny a Johnny Unitas, probably underrated. Okay, so look at your list right now. Who's the most underrated buy? Do you think? Um, underrated. I'd say honestly, probably Montana or Unitas. Because I think Manning, I think Manning, what does a Manning rookie do? Usually like a thousand, fifteen hundred. Yeah. I think I think Montana, because there was one there because it's so low pop. I don't know. Can you look on Car Ladder? What a what, how many PSA tens there are? Uh, which one? Uh, Montana. W- which was what year? Eighty. Oh jeez, I don't know. Just type in Montana PSA ten. That's a. <laughs> I 
Yeah, I think I think Montana probably is underrated. Eighty six, no, eighty one, eighty one PSA ten, pop of one hundred and eight. Oh, okay. Maybe it's properly rated. What year? What year was it? 80... 81. 81. 81 tops. 81 tops. I mean, the it base is... car. Base cars are going for 400 bucks. Or just raw. So let me tell you. So let me ask. So if a Montana PSA 10 does 66,000 and it's a pop uh-huh. 108, what does a Manning PSA 10 do? Now, which man, like, which Manning are you talking about? Because uh, I think a... Manning's was the Topps Chrome. That was well, his. I mean, Manning, so, the base. So right? Base PSA 10 does 1,200. It's a pop 1,200. So you're talking about, you know, 12 times the pop, but a fraction of the price. Maybe those do. Maybe those should be a little more. So I had this card and I sold it. Um, 1972 Topps Roger Staubach rookie. I don't remember what PSA I had. I could probably look back at it. Yeah. I wish I never. I wish I never sold that. Yeah. What's a Unitas rookie do? I had a Unitas also. I can't remember which 57 one. Unitas. Sounds about right. Here you go. PSA 9 tops tops PSA 9 Johnny Unitas 1957. A pop 8 did $90,000 in 2018. Wow. So card ladder's value on it is $215,000 right now. Okay, so Roger Staubach um pop let's go Let's look at the pop report on this. What card number number two? Hondo. Okay. As I just missed it. I think the there's some good buys. Like when you I think, think of. So. Go ahead. Oh, there it is. Pop pop report. So there's uh, Roger Staubach, rookie. PSA 10, there's 99 in existence. I think that's, I think those guys, I think those vintage guys are decent buys. And I think if you are in the top five quarterback all time, I think it's a decent buy, especially when like Wilt Chamberlain and Kareem and Magic Johnson, they're all doing what, five grand plus on high end or low pop cards. Yeah, so latest sale on a 10 Staubach was $22,161. Uh, PSA 9 was 13000 And then you could get an 8 for 2100 So I like an undervalued stuff. Well, undervalued, like 90s quarterbacks. We'll jump kind of back into the card thing. Like 90s quarterbacks because there were so many variations and cool cards in the nineties that don't get a lot of love, whether, you know, even though it's not the rookie card, you know, you had collectors, refractors. Ed, you had finest refractors, you PMGs. had 
you had PMGs, you had uh, Collector's Edge, you had, you know, there's just so many cool different cards that don't get a lot of love. Like, I have that Collector's Edge 95 uh, Dan Marino, that beautiful card, beautiful refractor. And, you know, I got it, I think, for a steal. So. Stuff like that, I, I really enjoy too. It doesn't get the love that it should in the card hobby, but yeah, yeah. I think if like if you're truly like a football fan invested in quarterbacks, like picking up Manning right now, Unitas, Montana, Elway, Favre, Steve Young. I think those are all great. Stallback, those are all great pickups. Marino. Those are all great pickups right now. Yeah. Um, yeah. Brady is way too, even though it, it's a good price, unless you have like, you're not starting out your card, your card yeah. inventory with Yeah, a, you got to work your way up if you, but I would working. say there's some affordable Brady's, like even in just his, like, uh, um, even just like in Patriots uniform, but maybe like a lower end EX, like, you probably find an EX PSA eight for a few grand, which in the card world really isn't much, but maybe to the layperson is a lot. Um, I think those are probably a long term. They're probably you'll probably make money on those mm-hmm. if you want to invest, or if you just wanted to hold, maybe just go like Bowman paper and get like an eight. I think that's that's a cheap option. Cheap options, yeah. And you Sometimes own somebody of Tom Brady and his. Patriots uniform says rookie card on it. So the, obviously the, the rookie card is going to drive, you know, the top dollar. Do you think there's any money in investing in Tom Brady's first bucks Jersey card? If there ever is a Tom Brady patch auto with a bucks Jersey. Yes. Or Mm. bucks auto on card auto. Yes. Do I think bucks rookie card? No, I think we saw that with LeBron. I think stuff's just mass produced now, unless it's yeah. like re- super low numbered. Okay. Yeah, super low numbered or like one of like the red super super short prints that's team color match. Um, but if but if I'm sticking to, if I want to hold something for the collecting, I'm picking some long term with with rookie cards. Stick with the rookie cards. So. Yeah. So next week we're gonna do the top ten running backs of all yes. time. So I think, in my opinion, I think running backs is gonna be way harder than quarterbacks. Yeah, I think because I, I think, can think of a ton of great running backs. Yes, I think even your time. I think even one through five can be completely different from each other. Like some people be like, "Well, Emma Smith owns all the rushing yards and." But somebody could be like, yeah, but okay, Frank, cool. Frank Gore can still come back and play. Yeah, Frank Gore could still come back and play. And yeah, I mean, someone could argue Walter Payton or Barry Sanders or Jim Brown or, or Edron James, James or Earl James Campbell. Or, or like, Earl Campbell. Yeah, so, Bo Jackson. I mean, you could argue oh, Bo could have been one of the greatest running backs of all time if he so wouldn't have ne- Next week's going to be, next week's definitely going to be i think yeah harder yeah for sure all right sure. you ready to do this giveaway it's giveaway time yep all right let me uh 
I'm I got my computer pulled up, so we'll be able to do this. Did we have any other ads to the list? No, I think what I sent you is all good. Okay. So, so let me move so we're, my mic around a little bit. We're going to give away a 2000 Upper Deck on-card patch auto of Randy Moss. Um, all you had to do was like the page. So here we go. Comment, subscribe. So there we go. We got it pulled up. So I got the randomizer pulled up. I got the dice roller pulled up. So what I'll do is I will go into the list that you gave me. Okay. We're going to copy all the names. So on the dice. Yeah, four, four, four or higher. Four or higher. Four or higher. So we'll go ahead and paste these in. So as everybody can see, everybody is in. Oscar, Brad, Michael, Mark, Dennis, Burlyman, Dustin, Chris, Samuel, Tyler, and Denny. They are all in. We'll go to the randomizer. So the way this will work, I'll roll the dice. We need four more on the dice. Whatever the number is on the dice, we will, we will randomize that list. At the end of that number, when the list number, their list randomizer matches the number on the dice, we will crown our winner in the number one spot. So, first roll, we get an eight. Eight. So, as you guys can see, double fours, that's an eight. We'll go to our list randomizer, we'll reset or randomize. One. Two. Two. Three, four, five, six, seven, and eight. So as you can see, you have randomized the list eight times. Mark Moran, you are our winner. Can you if you're listening to the podcast, please DM either Showtime or me your address, and we will get that shipped out to you. Can you uh, zoom Moran, in on that? Mark Moran, the winner. Say what? Can you zoom in on that, please? Yes, here. Just so we can show it. Oh, 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 oh. So we oh, see oh, eight oh. times. Yep. And Mark Moran is our winner. Got it. Congrats, Correct. Mark. Mark, I am happy for you. Randy Moss, one of the greatest wide receivers of all time. Let me flip this around. Sweet. Yeah, have Mark contact us. We'll get that thing shipped out from from Doughboy ASAP. Um, he can just reach out to us either on Twitter, on Instagram, uh, anywhere. We'll get that taken care of. Obviously, guys, thanks again for you know watching the podcast, listening to the podcast. We're always available to download on Apple, uh, Google, and Spotify. Um, just out here having fun. Uh, we'll do another giveaway probably after the Super Bowl. Um, but once again, thanks to our sponsors. That is always Slab Savers, Graded Card Solutions, um, Prospect Cards, Nation Golf. You know, everybody in the hobby that uh, that good people in the hobby. Forget those those uh, scumbags. We don't like those scumbags. That's right. Those people know who they are. Yep. We won't we won't mention names. See, we gave away something for free. 
Yeah, for free. And you know what? And we're actually going to give it away. We're not backing out of it. No uh, no backyard right. breakers here, boys. That's so, right. So, Mark, you will get your you will get your Randy Moss cards. 100%. 100%. So uh, until next time, which is next week, if you're listening to the show, haven't gone all the way through yet, give us your top 10 list. Who is your top 10 quarterbacks of all time? Next week, give us your running back list. Who's your top yes. 10 running backs? And then after that, we're going wide receivers. Oh, boy. We got to. We got to. That's even yeah. going to be even worse. So until next week, uh, Showtime Sports Cards here, Doughboy Sports Cards there. Uh, give us a like. Give us a follow. Give us a listen. Let us know that you like it. Tell us that we don't. Tell us that we suck. We don't care. Just we want your comments. That's right. So until next week, thanks for tuning in. Catch you all later.